0: This episode is brought to you by Liz Clark Astrology. No nonsense, personalized, honest, handwritten readings that aim to be as constructive and helpful as possible. A glimpse into your true self, maybe even one you forgot about. Go to www.lizclark.com. You can also find the link in our show notes below.
1: Next season, Book Interrupted goes off the shelf. What's that you say? Off the shelf are episodes that bookend our book cycles with new, interesting, and funny content. Be sure to tune in every week so you don't miss a single episode. See you January 3rd, 2022 for the kickoff of Season 2.
0: Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted.
2: Because we've talked about it so much with each other, then it's easier to have these conversations with other people.
1: Similar to how the playlists beautifully go together, so do our book choices.
2: There's
3: something in there from every book that I feel I've taken in and brought with me. So I'm
0: finding work, books, and my best friends. Like, it's kind of perfect. (laughs) literally
4: convinced of it i was like no one will give me their tears
5: <laughs> and then breastfeed children
1: while climbing <laughs> mountains yeah, yeah <laughs> so,
5: so yeah everyone to come this. yeah, me too. yeah for resounding sure. yeah, me too. <laughs> <Jesse Thistle.
1: Yes. laughs> my body and soul, the is the
4: goal <laughs> <be inspired.
1: laughs> Disrupted mind body and soul uh, inspiration is with uh, And we're gonna talk an hour uh, on Book Interrupted
0: Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions.
4: Hello and welcome to Book Interrupted. Today we will be covering the 2021 season one recap.
0: Let's see what we have in store, folks. So one of the questions that one of you proposed was, we had Kirsten on last season. If you had to pick just one other author from the past season, who would, be, would, you, who would
2: you really want to come on?
4: Oh, oh. Pistle. Oh. Oh Thistle, yeah,
2: Thistle, Thistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, wants yeah. Jesse Thistle. Yeah. Resounding. Sure. Yeah, Jesse Thistle. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. since yes. everyone wants Jesse Thistle, what's your second? Well, <laughs> <choice? laughs> <laughs> you all know
1: a Harari too would be really, yeah, yeah, right. He's my <laughs> like, second I really. too.
5: But he's I don't tied. think I'd be. I'd be able, I wouldn't be able to talk. Be like, he's oh, not on any hard. level. Yeah,
2: yeah. Can't have like a Marshall Rosenberg because he's a ghost. That would be very interesting. Okay, my
5: choice is. You know, like I actually love a
2: nonviolent ghost <laughs> not very communicative <laughs> as it turns yeah, out. Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, it'd be interesting to have Karma Brown on the show and guess what? We are going to have Karma <laughs> Brown we on the know! show okay. next great. season at some point. All you listeners yeah. we should note that that's Karma why Brown. we didn't
1: say her right now. Yeah, that's I, mean, I think that'll be really
3: fun when it's a lead up.
1: That's oh great. yeah, that was really, really exciting. Account. I know, is.
0: it's so exciting, right? She's going to come yeah. on. Kara, Ma- you don't want Clarissa? There's-
4: I do. Oh. I, I was like, I really want oh. Jesse Thistle. But yeah, I what think about as my Doyle? second- wants no, everyone. I, would choose, I think everyone. I would choose. Well, yeah, that's true. Because like part of my values are inclusion. When you have a value that is inclusion, sometimes it's problematic. So yes, <laughs> I want all the authors- and if I did have to choose after Jesse Thistle, I think I would go with Clarissa Pincola Estes. I think that would think be a good be one cool. too.
0: Storytelling. Totally. I think also having, if, in my fantasy, if Glennon and N. Abby came on together, that would be pretty amazing.
4: That I mean, would be...
0: I really so love Abby so much. Isn't she fantastic? Yeah. I like her. Anyway. Okay, so let's move on to another question. Kara's question was, what was one positive surprise you as a member got as a result of doing the book club podcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, I already know
5: question my question answer. Again? Okay, Kara. Positive surprise that we got as a result well, was... of doing the podcast.
4: Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's done, Kara.
4: Okay, I'm going to lead it up for all y'all. Go ahead. Um, okay. Mine was everything outside of the podcast. I had no idea how much that I would thoroughly enjoy, like the blog questions, the <laughs> playlist. Fuck me. Yeah, we made playlist great playlists, guys. Like we have chosen the wrong careers. Coming up with like swag <laughs> and the designs. I was like, here I thought the podcast was going to be like the, oh! and don't get me wrong. It's totally fine, but I really love all the things on the peripheral. I really <laughs> dig it. What a pleasant surprise.
5: <laughs> Leah, you said I, New York. I have a nice one that's going to make Kara feel so good is that I don't get to, Great. Kara and I don't live in the same city, and I get to see Kara like a couple times a month when, depending Aww. on, you know, especially from a school, kiddo school year schedule, we don't get to see mm-hmm. each other as much unless it's a summer. So I, I like it because, it's something that we do together. We've never had anything that we do together before.
4: I know. Oh, I love it too. Especially lately because we've been talking about how we would make the bestest next door neighbors. Like, I'd love that. That's no. the dream right there. Trying to figure yeah. out my life so that I can be with you always. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. She's going to oh. sew her skin to my skin, guys.
5: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, so I and really I'm like that. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah. Do you see how I can't make eye contact now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look just, so mad like this.
3: <laughs> uh, mine was probably s- yeah. similar to Leah's uh, in that just like connecting with all of you guys, especially during the pandemic when, you know, you felt, you know, a little bit oh, more yeah. lonely and away. And because, you know, I love all you and you all live in very different places than I do. I don't get to see any of you, you know on a basis in person ever. So this has just been really lovely to have that time and the connections and our Marco Polos. And we do all this other stuff that the listeners don't get to see I' we're connecting and sharing, or if you're having a bad day, you just pick up the you know thing and just oh. have a place to vent. And so that's yeah. just what, it's just my connection with all of you I was, I was always knew it would be nice to see all you, but I think that's the reason why I like doing the podcast is just having that female support system, no matter what I'm going through. So that was a really pleasant surprise, for sure. I agree.
2: I like having Enjoy. being able to like have a bad day and just be like ah, and then there's like people there and they're like, "You're okay." It's like, okay, great, great. I just needed to get it out and not at the people who I live with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. that's the trick. It's <laughs> the trick. Yeah, Keep the trick. peace at home. That's I feel like I can't give but- the same answer. Like, does anybody else feel that when somebody gives the answer? Like, Ooh, I should have gotten first. Yeah, they stole my <laughs> answer.
0: Damn <laughs> you. Yeah, but that's mine too. Combining like reading books is my thing. That's what I like to do. That's my hobby. Not only being able to see all the people I love the most in the world all the time, which was nice because I live across the world, but also I get to combine it with what I really, well, all the things I really love. Working. So I have a little job to do every day doing you know editing and all those stuff so i love that so i'm finding work books and my best friends it's kind of perfect (laughs) i love it Mm -hmm. i love it so much yeah more than i thought i would because i you know i just thought oh we're gonna do this little project but i just really love
2: everything about it yeah wow does anybody else find that they're like uh discovering new music yeah, when we do the yeah. playlist. I love the playlist too. I love, I do that. love the playlist. Like I, I found some artists that I really like that are like now like a go to. Like, I really love Ruby Waters. I can't stop listening to her. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, she's so good. Her voice is awesome. Yeah, you guys have great taste in like musical
4: artists' songs. It makes yeah, a good you-
5: mashup, the list. Yeah. Sure. Especially reviewing them for an upcoming blog that Meredith is doing, listeners. We've been reviewing the playlist. And because I, I like could not remember what I chose at all. And then so I've been re going through some of the playlists, and it's such an, it's so eclectic, but in like, because. The tone is the book. It's like, what a great way to set
2: up a playlist. And it's good when I'm looking for a playlist listen to you. I often go to the Women Who Run with the Wolves one. That's my favorite like <laughs> one so far. That's like a good, um, probably like workout one or something like hiking. Totally. Totally. I'm getting stuff I'm going to run a mountain house, today yeah. and then breastfeed children while climbing <laughs> mountains. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like something See, amazing. Leah's always yeah.
2: talking about boobs. I know. I, I love, love, love boobs. I love them. It comes up a lot. I want to scream from the rooftop. <laughs> I started a list of like the episodes that Leah talks about boobs. <laughs> um, and then boobs. Lindsay joins in a little bit. They yeah, do, well, oh,
3: probably. I love
2: Lindsay's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
3: Another one Can, Can I have me? another one for this oh, yeah yeah sure um, I was just thinking while we're talking about how some of the books have really stuck with me stuff like uh, from the ashes you know I I think I didn't you know realize that some of those things in those moments still right now I think about or during my day it pops into my head and so I think that was a really nice surprise that because everyone chose such different books they've affected me in little different ways even if it wasn't my favorite book there's something in there from every book that I feel I've taken in and brought with me so that was kind of nice
2: yeah it's kind of like the deep dive on subjects that maybe uh I didn't talk to other people about as much that because we've talked about it so much with each other then it's easier to have these conversations with other people like talking Mm -hmm. about periods it's not something that I did before seeing red and now it doesn't seem like a big deal I talk about at all it all
5: the time now with relative strangers clients. Yeah, without even getting
2: that flutter of like oh no. you know like before I'd be like and then this I like and I don't
5: even get advice and I was like you should read this and I'm like oh I learned a lot my girlfriends I'm like okay I like have gone to the pages where it's like you're diagnosing your period and tried to diagnose them like okay it looks like you're a this <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah like I love <laughs> that
5: book this? has been technically extremely helpful also makes me monthly have a physical check-in with where my body is if I can't like feel it literally the quality of my blood is telling me information and I haven't had my period because I'm under so much stress that I can't even make blood anymore and I was so sad last night I was like B should I take a pregnancy test and he's like I've had a vasectomy <laughs> and I was like <laughs> I know but this is weird and he's like dude stop lying to yourself you're stressed out and I was like oh my god this period is so tells you everything it's amazing everything
4: it just is gives the you best all your information it's a little
3: book. monthly true you know, although I'm something. under stress and I still get my damn period no matter I know, what I know. Oh, are you kidding me you. Like,
5: the, well just you me. have a, a, wow. another host of, yeah yours is like oh I feel for you uh, I would take uh, if we could each take one of your periods and split it up for you, we would. I'm sure. Well, I, I'll you. take that. So
3: I'll take one. I'll take I'll, one. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Oh, that's so
2: nice and not blood. something
3: I'd ever thought someone would say
2: to me. It <laughs> means <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot right here. That, that
5: should be a,
0: a-, a greeting card.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it should be a greeting all card. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I don't even, I'm trying to visualize it and it's
2: just all, I just like opened and it's like, Oh, it has to come it's with off. a gift basket. I think it's got to yeah, be in I mean, a gift basket with like other yeah. things to make you feel obviously. Good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Since I can't, here's a bottle of wine and some chocolate, <laughs> like a, <Yeah>. a movie <laughs> and a good book.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> like
0: it. Nice. Kim, what's yours?
1: I like that kind of like how the playlists come together and all make like an interesting compilation of everyone. I feel like our book picks do that too. And I I like how our books also weirdly, without any conversation through each other, always kind of relate, especially in the first season. Like when we read Women Who Run With the Wolves, there was some themes there. And then Untamed really easily picked up those same themes and and progressed them along. And, And I can do that for all of the books that we read in some way or another. And I love, I feel like that's kind of magical or i just i don't know how it happens right because we're six different people and we chose books like without speaking to each other about them and then when we present them all similar to how the playlists beautifully go together so do our book choices so that's
2: something i really like does anybody else feel like when you're choosing your book everyone else's book is going to be better I was like really on the fence about my book because I really want to read this book. And I have for a long time for next season. And then I was like, should I? Is everyone going to be like, what is this book? Like, did anybody else feel like their book is the black sheep book? Sometimes that's all I feel. Choosing was hard. Choosing was hard. That's all. Women Who Run With The Wolves was my pick last year.
5: So, well.
1: Yeah. Kara loved it. You she actually realized the black sheep I meet dreams. So
5: many people, Sarah, that are like, have you read this book, Women Who Ran with the Wolves? And people it's like, love like it. It's like it's a that book is a phenomenon and it's really re-upped. I know it was written like it what in the 70s originally, but like
2: women It took her many years to write. She read it over it was mm. published yeah. in ninety-two, I think, but she wrote it yeah. over many years. Oh. So mm-hmm. it kind of mm. spans spans decades
0: so since we've said that if you could reread any book from last season which i think we all know which would you read i can answer for mean? everyone
2: <laughs> do you want to no. say together on three <laughs> one yeah. one two three fr- from the ashes Unde- <laughs> yes. no just kidding
1: <laughs> what did you say <laughs> i said I'm tamed. Tamed. i should have said "Woman to run with the, the, the wolves <laughs> <laughs> no, i was just kidding it's you didn't obviously from the first time
2: yeah okay so everyone was like uh when we were giving the final book report and saying who if we recommend it everyone's like yes from the ashes you're right we recommend it we were rereading it everyone loves it if there was another book what would the second book be I refer to seeing red all Um, the time
1: well, okay. yeah, that's
2: that's a good one. I think I might reread
1: Sapiens because of my memory oh, yeah. issues. By the time I got to the end, I forgot what happened in the Still beginning. Still
5: haven't actually finished it. <laughs> I, like, went to certain parts and went back. And remember, I was dealing with two books at one point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is true. Very true. Well,
5: if, I would um, definitely I would do read... Women Who Run With The Will. Me too, Kara. Okay, do... Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Wow. This, I'll, I'll go, go back there, so there for sure. That's perfect <laughs> YouTube choice.
2: You guys need to
5: get <laughs> matching wolf tattoos. Lobas. A couple of lobas is where you are. A couple of fucking lobas.
2: Okay. (laughs) give me ideas. (laughs) I probably will reread Sapiens. This might be a bit of a surprise, but Sometimes I read the stories of women who run with the wolves. Yeah, that's good. My daughter my loves are great. She loves, like, Skeleton Woman. Skeleton the, Woman um, is such a good visual
5: story. It, like, yeah. sparked my imagination so much. It was so, ah, clack, clack, like, Terminator yeah, is style. Is Skeleton
4: Woman the one that takes place on the boat with yeah,
5: the... Yeah. That was when you, you called me. <laughs> I, like. you became I, the Skeleton Woman.
2: unraveled me. I was to unravel me what Dude, the little mermaid like when <laughs>
4: ursula crawls across yes exactly like Ursula. i felt like i was like that oh my god i didn't even know what i was saying to sarah on the phone i just knew i needed to connect with her and i'm like it's okay she'll be able to read my brain she'll know
0: <laughs> i did well because i read the book too and i was like what of course people are gonna unravel you <laughs> and I <was> like, no. <laughs> i'm too tangled i <laughs>
4: <laughs> i was literally convinced of it i was like no one will give me their tears <laughs> leah, leah will on be, sunday, yeah exactly See me on a sunday she's
1: got extra tears
0: oh. yeah. <laughs> um Thanks well so this yes. kind of leads into this what's the funniest most uncomfortable or favorite moment of which episode
2: what's memorable episode, i guess or to- yeah.
0: yeah
4: white fragility was uncomfortable it just was. Not and
2: That's in a what bad happened. you was quiet.
5: Yeah. Okay.
0: Next question. It was the easiest for editing, though. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> I have to edit us out a lot because we talk over each other, but I didn't provide
2: fertility. because we all. Talk. So, more I think awkward. think we're surprised. Books.
5: More awkward. Books.
2: <laughs> yeah. For Sarah's sanity. Less,
5: well, it would be nice. I mean, I don't know the depth of some of the books. It would be nice if uh, we, no. Had a lighter book. Way. We've already picked that? our books. That book came across as, uh, I believe, uh, Squiggy described it as um, like an, a good entry level to the topic. and mm-hmm. It would be, I didn't, I didn't think about it at the time of choosing books. Whatever, I don't know my fucking point.
1: <laughs> are you saying <laughs> you need like more anti-racism books like, like that are maybe harder we should, and just uh, yeah. and keep
5: going deeper into it? Yeah, well, I mean, I we've already too. chosen our books, but maybe we should ask Squiggy He's to be agreed. a fan again. Season to do three. that with us. I don't know. That'd be great as part of
4: our ongoing learning. That would that be would awesome. Be cool. A regular segment. And to do it all. I mean, together.
5: I th- I think he would be down too. I, I think he liked the process a lot. I don't know. That was my perception. I know we have maybe a scheduling. There's a scheduling issue, but you know. Anyways, yeah. I think that you said the funniest. I
0: think if well, I guess it's not the whole thing wasn't funny, but I feel like the book cycle seeing red was really funny. Because we yeah, all twice. shared period stories. Mm-hmm. It was funny in a way that it was it was just really honest. and it, I feel like for the first time, I like opened up about talking about my period in public. and it just really mm-hmm. because we were laughing so much and sharing things that happened to us that it made it easier talking about your periods. I, I really liked that book cycle because of that. I think mm-hmm. there's uncomfortable moments or really funny you moments with your or- eldest daughter
5: about. And
0: yeah, and super easy. I got her some of those NYX underwear for her first period. So if she has it at school, she just puts them on. Yeah. Just recently, she told me how one of her friends are starting to get boobs and pubic hair she's like because her mom says some girls grow faster than others and i was like yeah that's true i'm like has she got her period yet? she's like no i asked her and she hasn't so she's so comfortable with it and it was because that book made me more comfortable talking to her that's it was-
2: freaking awesome Sarah. and if she's going to school with yeah. like underwear ready yeah. if her friend has a thing she'd be like just put these on yeah yeah right because it'd be so easy if like yeah, somebody wasn't cute. prepared to just be like mm-hmm. oh okay it's pretty good Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think for me, I think it had it every. It had everything. Seeing where it had everything. And the author came on like it had it all. Yeah, it had it all. Probably like yeah, the, the
2: most laughing I can remember, probably because it was recently. It was during the 4% fix, the fan episode where we didn't really talk about the fans at all. And we were just <laughs> laughing our heads. <laughs> like, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I, don't know.
3: I liked that when, that uh, wasn't on the podcast, but the thing you guys did about Cara and the, well, I don't want to say it again because I could embarrass you, but about the being. Oh, is it this one? Oh, no. Uh, when you're at Canada's Wonderland. And, yeah, uh, the Inklings.
0: It's actually a chronicle on Unpublished. Oh, if you go chronicle. on, yeah, if you, if you sign up for Unpublished, which we have a free three-month trial, you can sign up and then you can
2: see Kara's Chronicle. And it's hilarious. And just like, it's your so thought good. process. I love it so much. Cause you admit you're like confessing everything that went on in your head. Oh, I thought this would be a good idea where some people <laughs> that would happen. And they're like, no one is ever going to know. And it happened to you and you're like, everyone is going to know.
5: <laughs> Why are you embarrassed? You were not even embarrassed. You're like, it ha- like well, you guys have to sign on to the Chronicles. Like it gets worse. I <laughs> It <laughs> Do remember it what happens
4: how i but found you i met up with you i was already <laughs> broken we're. as a human being no you so were fine like, you were fine it
5: all came down to is like you won't say no to your kids and they wouldn't wait any longer to get into canada's wonderland so you're like fuck it okay we can't ruin okay, it okay. we can't ruin it, it yeah but
2: i like how you kind oh. of act embarrassed the fact that it's a good story Let's is go. more important to you than being embarrassed way more important right you're like i got the best story you would not believe what I did next. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That's all all right. Thanks, guys.
4: This
5: <laughs> <Vinicius laughs> was so, I was just like,
4: what, what are you t- Your face was bracelets and then dad
5: was just like oh, me- right. just
4: a regular tuesday <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. but <laughs> like, oh do you God. still have your special outfit we bought you she had a full canada's wonderland super <laughs>
2: outfit for the rest oh. of the day that lady loves canada's wonderland
5: it's like you have no <laughs> idea do love
2: canada's wonderland. I know how much i love it i love it
4: well you guys just wait till we share <laughs> our-
5: what happened to us oh yeah i have so many stories i feel like you do well you're great at storytelling
0: we actually one of our questions for last season was what was the most embarrassing moment that you had mm-hmm. on the show you think
4: on the show have
2: embar- yeah it like, oh i got one i don't Mine's know if i should easy. say it it's imba- i feel embarrassed do it, <laughs> do no, it. just don't it. look
5: don't look into the lens just look at yeah, right <laughs> <and say> it
2: <laughs> Right. It was on white fragility. And we're talking about kids reacting to somebody who's fat. And I was like, can we stop saying fat? Because I didn't know. I don't know anything about what is offensive and not offensive and stuff. And like, it's not something I've learned a lot about. And I said that I felt like the way I said it came off as kind of bitchy. I don't even know. And then they're like, actually, that's acceptable and then here's a book you can learn about it. So I, I was trying to think about the season and I thought about that. And I was still, i was so embarrassed by that. I don't know if you guys know, I still feel uh, embarrassment uh, about saying it the way you? I said it. I don't even remember it. I, I don't know. Squiggy recommended a book and I forgot about that, but I put the book on hold at the library. So it's uh, it's coming in. The library has no, it. And I don't remember what it is. Well, I had no idea, Meredith, that that embarrassed you. I get embarrassed about a lot of things I say. So I like to stay quiet sometimes. Mm.
0: I felt embarrassed at the time that I sang our Orch Jilly Jilly Boingding song, as you might know from the Four Percent Fix, the last episode, the one that the, you know, the fan episode. I felt embarrassed at the time that I had sang that whole song, but I don't feel embarrassed about it now. I was very, it was very, beautiful. On the podcast.
5: It was so it funny. It was one of the highlights of my life. And then I <laughs> your whole <the> life. <laughs> life. Your whole life. Just not an whole exaggeration last episode was really funny just the fact that kj <laughs> was your babysitter alone <laughs> just as a setup for the like what, what the fuck
1: that's actually in another she's a year older
5: there's... it's so
0: great yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah she's technically old enough to take care and of you us
5: just, it, was it was just cool. like you guys went wild i loved it because i didn't know the background of your relationship and i just thought it was really sweet <laughs>
0: and yeah, there's a whole um, chronicle if, another chronicle if you go to oh, yeah. unpublished um, where we talk about some of the shenanigans we got into when kim was our babysitter and my our brother's brother. on that episode too yeah,
2: yeah. oh i want to say what that book is the book is called Here. what we don't talk about when we talk about fat and it's aubrey gordon mm. so it's creator of your fat friend i think she's got like a instagram for a following or something i don't know i'm butchering that i don't know what she has but she has something
1: (laughs) she's She's out there
2: informing people in the public about online yes (laughs) online she's an influencer is that the word i think Mm
0: -hmm. yeah influencer yeah that is the word yeah this interruption is brought to you by unpublished do you want to know more about the members and book interrupted go behind the scenes visit our website at www.bookinterrupted .com. Book interrupted.
5: Hey, it's Leah. I've been watching Regis and Kathy Lee 80s videos on YouTube. getting, it, Trying to get into character. Kara, of course, nails Kathy Lee right away. I'm trying to talk like Reach. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I'm really looking forward to the quiz
2: show today. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. Book interrupted. Oh, it was another 4% fix. Fan Lindsay was talking about stuff and Kim was just like trying to not laugh because she said balls. (laughs) (laughs) Kim's like, I'm sorry. I was trying to listen, but like, does anybody else have trouble when somebody says balls? And then, you know, or box or whatever. Any double double entendre. Yeah, the hot frothy coffee.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, so let's do another one. Oh, well, this one's easy. I think will be easy. What was your favorite book? Or, and what was your least favorite book from the season? Messy, that's the meanest question. The least favorite. That yeah. is
4: a mean question.
1: Okay, so first of all, the books. Women Who Run With mm-hmm. the Wolves, Untamed, Seeing Red, Sapiens, From the Ashes. White Fragility. White Fragility. Oh, white white 4% Fragility, fix. 4% Fix. And 4% yeah. Fix, same season. Okay. Yeah, so least favorite book is, ah, oh, it's hard because I liked all of them in one way or another, so... I got to go with women run with the wolves just because <gasps> that listen, I, knew you I would. love the stories in that book, but the, I get irritated when I feel like somebody's wasting my time, I guess. Right. And so by reading the part where it was like the analysis and feeling like I understood the gist of the analysis, a third of the way into the entirety of the analysis was where it would, it would get really hard for me because then I also, uh, hate being forced to read something I don't want to read. That's a thing. Like I can remember in school, you know, getting assigned a science fiction book or whatever, which is not my choice. Like that's not my favorite. And so that would be like the hardest thing for me to do is just to make myself read something that I don't want to read. And so by- experiencing the gist and then realizing i still had 80 more pages of the same kind of point to go through it created that i don't want to read this situation and then it's just then you're just fighting you know so that's why i have to pick that but i honestly i if i could give the answer of i don't like any of the books the least i would say that because i did like women who run with the wolves i did like the. St- stories I loved all the conversations it generated about us but like that experience of forcing myself to read something that was longer than I felt it should be is what makes me have a bad taste in my mouth about that specific book and then favorite like I want to say from the ashes because everyone's like in love with it and I love it too but also want to say untamed because I loved untamed but then after and again this is I got to tread lightly because Whatever it is about actually Glennon Doyle, it makes me like not want to like that book as much (laughs) I feel so terrible saying that. But like, honestly, it was just, okay, I got to boil it down. It's not Glennon Doyle as a human because I don't know her. But when I, okay, this happens to me too. So when I saw her or heard her promoting her book, which obviously she has to do, and obviously she's going to talk about the stuff from the book, I felt like she just regurgitated the book. And for me, that felt inauthentic. And then therefore purely about driving sales of the book without being willing to open herself up for connection. So the same thing happened to me with Tony Robbins. I really loved Tony Robbins. I loved his messages and everything else. And then I went to go see him and it was like this veil got pulled back. And I just saw this guy like, I don't know, it just removed the enchantment or whatever. And I don't, not like either of those people as people because I don't know them as people, but those experiences for me, I guess I forged. I had the same
5: experience when I went to see Deepak Chopra.
1: Oh, same experience. Mm
5: -hmm. And I was like, I love Deepak Chopra as an author, but in the physical, it felt, I mean, they have to run a business too and imagine how many people they, how many paychecks they have to write and they do, their product has to sell or else they can't take care of their team. Uh, there was something about it that just felt less, I don't know, I guess authentic. It like
1: so takes I away- I can't understand the, what you're saying. Yeah, because the value of the message is somewhat like The value of the message
5: which is there, have- but the
2: sell salesmanship hurts everything. It's like, they're probably also putting some kind of a barrier between- Of course. Like their public life and their personal life. And that's yeah, probably part- partially what you're detecting as well. They have to choose- I and if they're doing imagine, it to so many people all the time, like all that energy, all that like worship
5: almost that comes at them, it must feel, well, I hope it feels awful. But maybe some people love it. Like I it hope makes,
2: it feels awful. I <laughs> hope it just feels so
5: No, terrible. but like if they love it, that says something <laughs> oh, yeah, that would yeah. make me okay. that's a big red
1: flag. Right? No, you know, okay. what I mean? mm-hmm, like please. they
5: have to put up a barrier is what it yeah, is. Yeah. For
1: me, I think that it makes me question their intentions. So in the book, when I'm reading a book, I don't get that experience, even though I bought the book. Right. But then when I see them in person and they are tasked with that additional hat to wear, besides just the sharer of their experience, I can tell that they're trying to sell it too. And then I feel like, well, what are you trying to do? To, like, you, like, I just wanted to share that message with you. So I, I don't know, somehow the capitalism all interwoven in the whole nature of the thing. It, yeah. The it, like commercial guru. Yeah. It takes away from it. But anyways, so I, okay. I would pick untamed though, as a favorite book, if I could remove all that time that I ever heard, if I never heard her, I would hands down be like untamed was my favorite. Right. You like her written
2: voice more than her speaking the story. I just well, like right? the like- lessons
1: that she learned. I love the way she learned them. I love her point of view. It's like, it's, I find. A lot of similarities between the way that I think about stuff and just the way that she described how she came to those things. I just, those were so meaningful to me. I I just really liked the way she learns and grows. The book itself was really awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to go next because
3: you know what I'm going to say is my least favorite book after what Kim just said. Let it go. (laughs) Just
0: go Um, for it. We all know.
3: Yeah, I'd probably say Untamed. Uh, Or women that went with the Wolves. They're kind of tied for me. You all know how I felt about Untamed. I felt it was inauthentic, which is exactly what you're saying about her in person. And I just found it was like trying to, this is what you got to do exactly what I do, as opposed to say the 4% fix, in which it's like, here, this is what I did. Here's some research-based things and you do you. And I missed that from Untamed. I wanted it to be more... You know, this, this was my story, and you take what you want from it instead of this is my mm-hmm. story. And here I'm going to throw the lesson right at you. And then Women That Run with the Wolves is just a, a long, hard read, but I did like the stories a lot. So, and then my favorite book, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really liked From the Ashes, of course. Everybody liked that. Seeing Red was my book choice. And as everybody said, it really was impactful uh, for everybody. I don't know. There was something about all of them, even the ones I didn't like that I took from them. So, you know, they weren't a waste of time by any means. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of a non-answer, but
2: that's my answer. After Kim talked, I realized I I found that like women who run with the wolves, hard to get through all the analysis. I enjoyed that book cycle though, because I was like, yeah, artistic uh, endeavors and stuff. And I started making these bookshelves during that cycle like lots of sanding and stuff to get this happening and that was fun I realized when Kim was talking that this is not something Kim said but this is where my mind went is you know I I um wasn't very excited about the four percent fix I just wasn't excited reading that book but then I realized that that was also when I was going through like all this fatigue and I think ever I wasn't excited about anything because I was just so tired like everything seemed like a struggle and I wonder if that was part of it it wasn't for it but uh i did i did like what she was saying so i wonder if that was part of it i don't know my favorite would be um from the ashes and sapiens sapiens is totally my jam i got the audiobook of the 21 lessons for the 21st century and then i also want to read his other book the um homo, homo deus. deus but i haven't oh, got yeah. that yet because yeah, there's I so many books to too. read
3: yeah Are you going to read the graphic novel version
2: yeah i don't know for homo oh, deus no. No, no, it's for uh, Sapiens. sapiens? Oh, for Sapiens? Huh. Yeah. I can't wait. Like it's it's condensed then or is it like super yeah. thick? No, <laughs> it's <laughs> condensed. It oh, does, no, it, it does for the younger audience. It's for adults too though, because he spoke oh, yeah, on it yeah. like-, like uh... Try to give the ideas to people who don't want to cut a book in half. Or I'm just
1: yeah. trying to remember because he gave an example of one of the stories in the book and like how he would kind of present it in a comic strip type situation. So and it made perfect sense. Like it's still the same- a lot of the content is removed because he can handle it with images, with imagery, right? Yeah, so he doesn't have to, to, to take all the out. words to explain Exactly.
0: It. Really excited. Yeah. I love yeah, that. That's exactly it, Kim. For me, I, it's really hard for me to pick a favorite or a least favorite. I'm that person. Like, I just mm-hmm. like them all for so many different reasons. And I think that probably I'd say From the Ashes for my favorite. I was really, just really love that book. And my least favorite, maybe 4% fix for me because I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was learning anything. I, I feel like I related her and also I had a crammed read it because I was visiting family during that book cycle for three weeks. So I had to read basically 75% of it in three days. So I was like cramming it. That. I really, I hate that. Like I'm a person that reads. Yeah. I read at night before I go to bed every night. Like I'm, as you all know, I'm very routine. and I had to like cram it in three days, read for hours upon hours. And I did not enjoy that. But also because I feel like I already, I'm already 4% fixed. So I think if I have to pick a lease, I'd pick that one.
4: I find it funny that my answer in my head, which I am now sharing out loud, is literally exactly the same as my fellow Enneagram 9 <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I can't choose. I can't make a choice or a decision. <laughs> like, why would I want to go there? Very similar to what Lindsay said, like there was great positive takeaways and learnings from all the books. So it's really hard to rank them. But I, w- I have the exact same order as Sarah. Like, right up there, number, no, uh, or, like, top of the list is From the Ashes. And the least favorite is just 4% fix. And please, I'm not trying to insult the author on any level. It's just, I was, like, been there, done
5: that?
2: Maybe favorite is the wrong word, right? It was just, like,
1: commit to saying, like, I the don't process. like it.
2: Yeah, it's not about You already get about- up at 5 a.m. Like, your favorite is a fix. That's it. It's just the book that you, you didn't need the book. It wasn't, it wasn't your time for the book. Yeah.
4: I didn't need the book Except that I did need the author's delightful attitude. Yeah, that was a fun. wonderful, I was like, right. I can talk nicely to myself. I don't need to be such a serious Susan. If you don't get it perfect and right, get up and try again. No biggie.
1: For you, Kara, really enjoyed the fact that it was like an opportunity for a little self-reflection and insight and growth with how you described, like at first you were like, Psst not reading this book. There can't be anything oh. in this book that I could possibly need. I'm already so fixed, like, or whatever, funny yeah. way you want to say it. And then you were able to be like, actually, simmer down now. There's always something to learn. And yeah, exactly. Look, so yes. I really enjoyed in, uh, sharing that experience with you as you shared it with us. I was like, oh, like, even if everything else in that book had nothing to do with anything, still helped you like catch yourself
2: what? on a like, wait a minute. Yeah, really? you did yeah. There was always something that was great from all of them. I like how you were like, "I'm not a Type A personality," and all of us are like, "What?" <laughs> Please, <laughs> thank you, know you what it, so much, is. guys. I had no
4: idea. I clearly had a wrong idea of what. Ta- I learned a lot from you guys on that one. I was like, I did not know what Type A personality. And maybe with I'm yourself. Like, oh. I
1: don't. Maybe not with others. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny. Cause when we were talking about embarrassed, like this isn't, I wasn't embarrassed, but that was something I might've felt bad about. Cause I, cause I was like, do you not think you're type A or something? And then you're like, what do you mean? And I was like, I think you're pretending. <laughs> and I felt, I was worried that that might've made you feel upset. No, so I'm glad to hear that it doesn't.
2: It was so helpful. Yeah. A uh, question that might not be on the list. Do you want to say like things that we learned about other members? I think something that comes up a lot uh, in our shows is El- that Sarah has named her pain bodies. Well, and Kara too. <laughs> it's not just the six members that you see here. Sally is also here in Book Interrupted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Liza. Who <laughs> are the only ones I remember. <laughs> Liza.
1: <laughs> They're such good names. Liza. Oh, that's Kara's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Liza
4: is uh, my ego's name.
1: Liza. Oh it makes a lot of sense right like <laughs> mm-hmm. Liza Minnelli is like the embodiment
3: I know, right of ego. <laughs> well I learned a lot about uh Kim her commitment to working with people in different issues that they have and stuff that you do I didn't know what you did uh no. for a living or oh. anything really about you besides no. that you know in conversation and whatever so uh really just your commitment to learning and to development and to uh helping other people and all that stuff i thought that was really uh, interesting and you always have something really interesting to say about that and about i don't know just stuff that we can learn from as well of classes you've taken or you know courses or i don't know so that's something i learned about you
1: that's, that's cool true. I, I always struggle thinking that like, I'm like, I shouldn't say anything like similar to like how Leah was saying I'm on sharing. And I'm always like focusing on trying to make space. Sometimes I throw that to the side and take the space, but I, it, it could, I, I, it's a concern that I have. I always try to balance it anyway.
3: Well, no, you, you do make space Kim as well. But yeah. I think it's good that you share those things because we don't know all that stuff as well. So stuff that
5: you've learned in courses and stuff, you should, I love that you share that. I learned everything about everyone aside from mm-hmm. Sarah and Kara. Well, no, what I learned about Sarah and Kara, who are the two people I know the most in the group, is how conflict-avoidant you two <laughs> are. I had no idea the depths of how uncomfortable <laughs> so deep, she had made you. So fucking deep. Because <laughs> I, I believe... I don't know if there's like a spectrum. Like I've said earlier, like I'm, I'm conflict, like the opposite of avoidance is like conflict creator. (laughs) And, um, I just, I knew Kara was, and I knew Sarah was, uh, it's given me actually, it's just really nice to see how such a variety of types of people respond to situations. The only person I've had, uh, heated discussion with was Kim and I believe it was early in the podcasting days so but during and we, the, what was, was it about, about oh yeah it was about tone policing. policing tone, tone policing, policing during the uh, uh, and i didn't understand cycle. the term and i we kind of it wasn't i wouldn't call it an argument but we had a little bat 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 i just love i just actually it just makes me so i think it's so nice <laughs> i just think it's so like i just i aim to be that look at even Sarah's uncomfortable talking oh, about it. Oh, I am it. Sarah. Did you and Sarah, <laughs> Sarah looks I started started like I'm right now? More. Once Leah started talking about it, I was like, and now
4: I'm
0: sweating. You know how um, one of the questions was the hardest part of doing the podcast, and one of the questions is something I held back. One of the things I I happened today because one of the things I held back is the hardest part of the podcast is for for me. Podcast is <laughs> for, for me is if there's conflicts. If people are upset Aww. with something going on behind the scenes, I'm just like, or the tone policing, like, all of that makes me be like, okay, because you're the one bringing everyone together. It's your yeah. job to yeah. touch yeah. base with everyone after. And that process always
3: makes me feel like, you can do this. What happened today? What was the conflict
2: today? Uh, what happened today was something I held back. Oh. She didn't want to say it, she didn't want to make conflict. Because she hates she hates thinking about conflict or talking about conflict, so she she was conflicted about whether she should say it. Like if we use the word conflict, you both are uncomfortable. Sarah throws
1: up in her mouth a little bit.
2: Yeah,
4: and and the way that I talked about it was not talking about it, but alluding to it by being again non-specific, vague, (laughs) and just talking about people pleasing. And it's
5: like (laughs) just remember that people that don't have that are used to. Having a -a rat-a-tat back and forth. And it doesn't make them feel that way as much. It doesn't have this big a feel probably. So that conversation, I learned a lot out of that. I That's what tumbling. that was the
3: word, the people pleasing. I was trying to think of the word. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't realize Kara was such a people pleaser. Yeah, oh,
4: it totally, it's just the yeah, it's the oh my gosh, could anything lead to conflict? Because again, in the stupid book, What Happened to You just made me reflect on all this shit. It's like conflict in and of itself isn't a big deal, except that clearly I'm carrying around stories and thoughts and meaning making. Around the notion of conflict. So I just go, it's like my suit of armor, because I'm like, how could anyone want to start a conflict with someone who's but that's where I get most of my
5: learning? So it's not as uncomfortable for me. That's what I'm saying. It's like I learned something about tone policing that I didn't know before. And that, like, if I hadn't engaged with like someone who's educated on the topic. I wouldn't have ever even known about it. Uh, I'm not saying that KJ's like that. I am kind of conflict creating as a human, but I'm not. I'm not accusing you of that, KJ. But you have offered me the most learning of the group. Accusing me of what? Being conflict
1: <laughs> engaging, creating, like
5: the op engaging. Yeah. Oh god, they're gonna <laughs> hey, throw out.
1: All <laughs> I ever want is truth. And yeah. if we all have trust I and we're committed to communicating, mm-hmm. then whatever the truth is, I want that. And if the truth mm-hmm. is a version of a conflict, then I'm down with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it.
3: Well, and conflict well, anyway, to you, like example. what what you think is conflict isn't conflict to me or maybe to Leah or to Kim or, to, mm-hmm. or maybe to Mayors, Things that I say sometimes or if I say something to Sarah about the behind the scenes stuff, she might interpret it as a conflict. But she knows me well enough to be like, oh, no, she's just saying that. You know, so I think that's something maybe for you guys, too, is to be like, think of the person talking because...
1: Yeah you know, Absolutely. But as a conflict avoider, even, or no, as a yeah. people pleaser, because mm-hmm. I think Sarah would admit she has shades of that as well. Anyone expressing dissatisfaction is a conflict. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it is. So right. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you're like telling your truth, which happens to be like, everything is not perfect. Then they're like, wow,
2: well, I don't want to talk about it. Everything's fine, I thought. (laughs) How do I make it perfect again? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me what to do. You're right. But
4: like Lindsay, that's just such a great takeaway. Like, I appreciate you like taking a highlighter to that because it takes a lot of repetition for like opposite (laughs) perspectives to penetrate in. Is you're right. Of the six of us, if the four of you tend to not even label Many things as conflict, and that we maybe part of our work is just remember who the message is coming from. Remember also, who I don't, is coming I from.
5: wouldn't say I'm not not labeling it as conflict sometimes. It's a like a disagreement. conflict sounds a little badly, but disagreements. Mm. But it's not that it doesn't enter me, it's just that I'm, I'm okay with it being uncomfortable more.
1: That's well, all. and everyone should. Well, everyone should. What a terrible way to start a sentence. However, there is something to be uh, taken from understanding your perspective on conflict, because the fact of the matter is, is that there is never a place or relationship that comes without conflict. Even if you were to go live by yourself in the woods, your conflict would be with nature as you try to survive, right? Human beings coming together inevitably will experience conflict conflict is not the problem or the enemy or the thing to be avoided the focus should be on effective communication a conflict should be expected right manage your expectations conflict will come it's how are we going to together manage this conflict so that both people involved in it feel satisfied i guess is a is best word to come up with mm-hmm. fast right like and that's when it talks when you start nonviolent communication, for example, or other versions of effective communication. So you just try to manage, you know, how you engage in conflict. So you're not yelling, you're not name-calling, you're trying not to insult, you're not bringing up things from the past. Like there's some fair fighting rules that are fairly applicable in any situation where you can go through, you know, using iMessages, right? And then you can go through a conflict together and come out the other side. But warning, conflict avoiders it does usually trend in a (laughs) type
2: of experience (laughs) so
1: it's not going to be without its peak (laughs) okay there's still a peak in there but and I think
4: my responsibility thank you for sharing that is understanding that it's okay that not everyone plays fair but that those close to me will be able to And I will as well be able to go through that journey together. And is it still okay for me to hold space for and be accepting of the fact that some people are just going to play dirty? And then maybe what are my boundaries for myself around that? But Meredith's one blog was like so helpful. I even incorporated it, Mayor, in um, I had to do a presentation uh, on Friday. The what am I going to regret more? saying something or not saying something because it has ever since I read that in uh, one of your blog articles, the down the rabbit hole. I was like, yeah, I was like, let that be my gauge. Because it reminded me so much of advice that Squiggy had shared with us around like the work of like anti-racism work. Like sometimes you're not going to engage in full-fledged warfare with all people, like choose your battles, choose your people, conserve your energy, look at the bigger picture here. And yeah, I loved your, am I going to regret speaking up or am I not going to regret speaking up?
0: Yeah.
2: Did you learn about any fit thing there? I don't know. I did. <laughs> I think I did. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Uh... Like, I've known Leah for many years, but I feel like I didn't really, like, know no Leah. We haven't spent a ton of time together. It's been nice getting to know Leah. I don't know if there's anything specific that I can pinpoint. I know that I asked the question, but I was just curious <laughs> about what you got. Guys-
5: <laughs> I knew mayor from the first time I met you. I'm sure there's layers, but I feel very, like, I get I get the mayor. she gets the Leah. It, it doesn't, it's not, it's not confusing. We get yeah. each other. Yeah, you know-
2: we're yeah, both just a easy. couple of weirdos trying to make it in this normal world. <laughs> right. Like I can, I think I know what I can say to you. Like, I like that yeah. you like weird and I can be weird with you. And yeah. That's great. I get. Aww. I feel like, like there's I get no
5: pressure. Mary. I don't, yeah, <laughs> it's not a troublesome. I really like getting to know Lindsay. I never knew anything about Lindsay.
3: True. I didn't know much about you either. <laughs> I was really excited when <laughs> we saw nice. each other in real life that one time. That's true. That was exciting. <laughs> but I did know about Leah only because she's Kara's sister, but also because you—you don't even remember, but you went to school with my brother. So
5: I know I don't remember your brother, but well, now I, I feel him? like I need to. Well, you need but to tell me a picture of him. Well, baby. that would
4: have been at well. Tom Thompson. Yes, yeah, so when I we think, were kids. Oh yeah, yeah like no way. Was, that was a
5: rough. That was a rough yeah. patch for the old noggin. Yeah, yeah. so That's probably. Yeah, I doing. don't have any memories of them, but I'm sure we loved each other. i'm sure he was rad no i just
3: don't Uh, have that time he's a geek no
5: (laughs) no i'm sure he was rad i don't know
3: all right you
0: know what but i did learn something about leah so i learned that i didn't know that leah was a to-do list person before our oh, podcast. Because yeah, yeah. I never, like, we just have fun. We only just fun things. Like I didn't know she was like checklist, to do list person. So I feel like we've really bonded.
2: You've got like a kindred yeah. spirit. Oh, you there. guys are so, yeah, bonded over Yeah, the whole the tenacity list. personality yeah. yes. tape. I didn't oh, know she was that
0: too. So it's nice. She's the first to send in everything. Like the second to do list, it's like done. And I'm like, oh, Leah, then.
5: And everyone else okay. is like, afterwards for like sure exactly the same person you as guys me,
4: are so similar yeah. it's crazy it
5: like but... I had no idea I knew we were similar but it was crazy yeah so crazy I love that so who's the last Kara. who's the
1: least yeah who is the least or the probably latest? me because I put it in like I'm like oh that's due today okay let me get that <laughs> okay in. so
0: for sending in things Leah always before everyone else then Kara and then Meredith and Schweitz always send it in the last second. Like if it's due on the third, that's the day they send it. In. I like deadlines. I yes, work they to both deadlines. like deadlines. And Kim, <laughs> it depends because you'll send me a text being like, hey, when is does this due?" do I have something to do? Whatever. And sometimes I'm like, it was due yesterday. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's not until, until Friday. So if you, when you ask me is when you do it usually. So sometimes it's early because, <laughs> but I don't think so anymore because you just did the electronic calendar. And I put that thing, the sending in the funnies in your electronic calendar and pop right on the day.
1: It helped so- me because I turned on my computer. There was a notification in the corner of my computer that was like, funnies are due. And I was like, thanks. boop and I sent it off
2: I know it's like the electronic
4: calendar it's so it's just all there so it doesn't have to stay up in here
1: yeah
0: yeah so I think that'll help you but yeah that's how it goes and we have a I think the best last question is which book are you most looking forward to in the next season
1: Mm. I'm looking forward to my book you're not? Or did you say you are?
2: I am. I oh, I think like, I'm not looking for my- it. I'm, I'm not looking it. I wonder if anyone else is going to like it. The I Robin think your knows. book is going
1: to be like the sleeper hit of the book cycle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, but we got
2: to say what book it is. So, What can- the Robin knows. It's about deep bird language. It's not about, you know, <laughs> deep, serious uh,
1: subjects, but I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be like an animal woman who run with the wolves. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to be really, really meaningful, but just told through birds. Birds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it says it uses science and indigenous wisdom together, which I'm really excited about.
1: Okay. I wanted to choose Braiding Sweetgrass and then I didn't and I cho- like whatever. And then when I read the back of book, it reminded me of Braiding Sweetgrass. I feel like it's thematically similar that what the Robin knows. Oh. Um, what book am I looking forward to most? I think I'm looking forward to talking to strangers most just because I enjoyed the last Malcolm Gladwell book I read like immensely, like it was so good. And maybe that was a surprise cause had never read him before when I read that. So anyway, I, I think from that ex- first experience it's making me think that this one is gonna be another great read. I'm looking forward to my book, The Fun Home,
3: because I've never read a graphic novel before because it's going to be quick. So it'll be great for everyone because it's during the summer. So everyone can have a quick read
1: during the summer. I actually have a suggestion. I started, okay, so I thought that that was the next book. So I started reading it. So I read one chapter of it. And for me, there is like... I don't even know how to come up with a quantity, but way more than I'm used to words that I don't know what they mean. My suggestion is that we write down the words that we don't know. And then maybe we could have a little mini game of Balderdash. Have you ever played that game where you guess what it's about? There's so many and I'm like, Okay, Balderdash is a game where you have a word that would be normally uncommon, and so the real definition is in the pile, and then everybody else makes up a fake definition and tries to fool people into picking their definition. So say the words like Lumpa right you'd be like oh a sponge found in the ocean only on the west coast and then whatever and then the real answer could be like "Loompa," the fun times at a party <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and then everyone has to guess like what the real definition is and the people who's who wrote the definition that got chosen that is not the real get points and you get points if you pick the right one.
3: Oh, i like it okay yeah I'll, let's do it and yeah, there's I a lot yeah
1: there, i found there was a that. lot of uh vocabulary there where i'm like i yeah so anyway it made me think that so that's my suggestion so so there's a little homework for you guys when you read that book write down yeah. all the words you don't know
3: yeah there's a lot and of literary thing- references in the book I know for sure and they made a musical and there's a whole thing to do with the, well we'll talk about it during the book but I have a whole lot of other things that that have come cool. from the book and pulp culture that have spread out that, which is really Ooh. interesting too so. cool. and we'll Black. do the balderdash
0: thing for the off the shelf that's happening in the next season
3: yeah I'm Vera? looking forward
4: to well Again, I'm not gonna be specific and clear and choose just one <laughs> like for the re- like Merediths book because it's just so di- I would never choose it. So I love that I'm in a book club where I will get exposed to this because we have all of us weighing in on different choices. I just think anything that reminds us of the wisdom of animals and that we are of nature is very awesome and cool. Lindsay, your book because like I'm like it's so different. Um, and I'd say that's something that I've learned the most about you I had no idea you were just such a fascinating individual like you're just really very cool I just like how you like to figure things out on your own so like the book I can't wait I also have never read a graphic novel Leah's book because it's just like oh my god I could t- I'm so weird guys like I could talk about trauma all day like I I'm love, the same with you Karen I lo- I know like I could hours I just feel like let's talk about it Sarah your book because I'm like it's Malcolm Gladwell like there's only a few people in this world who I'm just like their brains are like I mean like Sam Harris Malcolm Gladwell so cannot wait
1: what's your book again Kara
4: oh mine is Burnout Burnout. yeah that I just find uh fascinating because it's like a giant well, it's just selfish. It's a huge permission slip for myself. Cause as I'm a therapist in training, I'm realizing I'm going into a system that functions in a certain way. And I feel very much like an oddball. Like I want to incorporate a whole bunch of things that aren't typically accepted in academia under therapy. I think therapy in my mind is so much more than just talk therapy, like get your body involved. So I'm excited about my book of course. And then Kim, I know already your book is going to be like my top number one favorite, but I'm scared. I'm very yeah. scared to read your book. I'm looking forward to it, but like absolutely petrified. I'm like, okay, we're going
1: you're going to need to be in a good place for reading this one. Yeah. Kim, what's the name of your book again? I think it's um they uh they called me number 1. Yeah. That's
0: what it's called. They called me number one. I'm, yeah, I feel nervous with that one too, only because I I just recently read Five Little Indians and I needed to take, like, I wrote, I read romantic novels after. I needed a real,
2: like, emotional break. (laughs) I love that your healing came
1: through romantic novels. I had to read Fifty Shades of Grey. No, not not that kind of. Oh not that novel.
2: Pride and Prejudice, probably. You're right. Like <laughs> yeah. Victorian romance novel. Yep. Victorian. Yeah. I thought you were giving read- yourself self-care. Although I did
0: read a read a modern one that was really good. But parts of it was a bit way too steamy for me. I was like, oh my
3: gosh, what if someone knew I was reading
1: this? <laughs> oh. I can remember I read Ideally this book, your husband. Uh, it. Who wrote this book? J- Jenna Jameson, maybe? Like, how to be a porn star or how to make love like a porn star. And that was when I was commuting. So I'd be like on the GO train. And there's like, she had like, it's one of those books that has pictures in the middle, right? And it's oh. like, anyway, I was wondering who might be seeing me reading that on the GO train. <laughs>
0: For me, oh. I'm looking forward, I think, most to Fun Home. The gra- I've never read a graphic mm-hmm. novel either. So I'm looking forward to that because I've never read a graf- graphic novel. But I'm really, like care, I'm looking forward to all the books.
2: So I'm excited about the season.
0: And I wonder what the fan books will be next. I know. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm looking forward to the fans because, like, already we have some submissions, don't we? Or people who are interested. So, mm-hmm. it's so exciting. It'll be uh, yeah. hard to choose if we have more than two. Yeah. Well, you know, I like, guess we'll just what have to do, you do a choose? season three. <laughs> and Leah, what are you
5: looking forward to best, the best? Oh, uh, Malcolm Gladwell talking to strangers. For sure.
1: That's it. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, that's the end of the recap. So, uh, yeah. Good season, guys.
1: Yeah. Good season. Can we like, like, Brady Bunch high five each other? I'm high fiving Sarah and Meredith One, two, three.
0: three.
5: Ah. Oh, no. Right. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no fucking fucked it up what did you do <laughs> oh, I, it. You did. I tried doing it it it's did so not work
0: leah's oh. doing this oh. <laughs> you're falling forward so what let's
1: keep it it's hilarious great so, so, like it. so right,
3: i'm keeping it done
0: of course we're all right Okay,
3: cool. Um, Well, thank you everybody for this season. Thank you, Sarah, so much for all of the hard work that you've done. You have tirelessly listeners. She edits everything every single week, spends hours. She works on uh, all of like stuff for social media. You know, Kara's done a lot of the social media. Kim did the song. Meredith does the blog. Leah does all the the, um, swag and the art. the art that for the mm-hmm. things
2: so and and how the show notes. You, make sure we yeah, have our research in check yeah mm-hmm. lindsey does all You're the show the
1: notes
3: thank god
4: enabler of the team yeah she
1: brought
2: us squiggy and <laughs> authors
0: right she, she's
4: yeah, reaching out to the any authors. authors
2: want to come so great
0: thanks guys thank you for joining us on this episode of book interrupted if you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode please go to our youtube channel book interrupted you can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com
1: hey listeners book interrupted just wants to thank you for joining us for our 2021 season we really appreciate being able to connect with each and every one of you over our podcast platform and don't forget to join us january 3rd for next season where we're introducing a new segment called off the shelf It bookends each of our book cycles with some really unique content. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time. On Book Interrupted. Never forget, every child
4: matters.